Respected listeners of Markaz Sahab, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, we welcome you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to this program, our advices interview segment, and it is with Mulana Musa Leher. The date today is the it is the twenty fifth of Rajab, fourteen forty five, corresponding to the Gregorian calendar, the sixth of February, twenty twenty four. Let's welcome Hazrat Mulana. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mawlana, jazakumallahu khairan once again for having me. And jazakallah khair for the listeners for tuning in. Alhamdulillah, we're honored to have you, Mawlana. Today, inshallah, we'll be discussing, and our topic is the levels of trust and that also of being two-faced. Mawlana can advise us. Gee, Mawlana, before we get there, uh, you know, looking at the Islamic dates, we just... Uh, uh, a few steps away from Ramadan, Allahumma balikhna Ramadan. Allah allow us to see the blessed month of Ramadan Sharif and Allah make it beneficial for all of us. But I think part and parcel of preparing for this Ramadan Sharif is to purify the inner within us. Hmm. Um, my late Sheikh Zamana Yunus Fidelsab would speak about this very uh, concerned, very worried, deep-hearted worry uh, with regards to trust. You know, I think we have also opened up the table of trust to everyone in today's time. Look at social media, Molana. It's a problem. A person goes to a restaurant, for instance, that's another topic on its own, but nevertheless, you know, even if it's at home, uh, Tent of Muharram, the family prepares a, a beautiful meal. What's the first thing that we do? We take a snap of it, we take a photo of it, and we post it in, on social media. And we're traveling to Makkah Mukarrama, it's on social media. We're in Medina Munawwara, it's on social media. Everything in mm. our lives, you know, I think even people go to the bathroom these days, they need to inform the whole world that, you know what, okay. My father says, um, you must, if someone phones you in the, while you are busy, you must just tell them, um, I'm in the Israeli embassy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's so true. We bombed the Israeli embassy there. But anyway, uh, you know, Molana, coming back to the, to the topic is that we don't realize the harm that we are actually causing to ourselves by doing this. Because not every person out there you know, you, you, you'll post a picture, and pictures taking is another topic on its own. We all know the hurmat and, 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 and the prohibition of it. Nevertheless, and just for context purposes, a person is right in front of the multism, hmm. and he takes the selfie, right? And he posts this picture. Now, you may get 100 likes, 1,000 likes, 500 comments or whatever it may be, but not every person that is liking it or commenting is sincere. Yes. And unfortunately, we thrive. Uh, we seem to be thriving on this thing that, you know what, how many likes, how many friends, how many associates do I have on Facebook, on Instagram, on Snapchat? 
and, and all these different, different avenues. Mm. Whereas there are people out there who thrive on our destruction. Yes. If I could say that. Mm. So they, they don't mean well for us. A person will greet you in today's times and he's got the largest of smiles. But turn your back on him, just turn around and immediately there's a dagger in the back. Mm. And we're seeing this in a much larger scale, Molana, in today's times, uh, whereby, you know, I, I, I even fear who you should confide in. Mm. You know, uh, the ulama, the elders of our time used to always tell us, you know, there's no need to tell your stories to the whole world. You've got a family. Mm. Tell your stories to your family. If you've got a sheikh, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, there you will get ultimate guidance. But for the bulk of the community who don't have those spiritual mentors or the spiritual guides, what is the need of broadcasting our lives out there and actually going the extent of trusting people and trusting them with this type of, you know, you buy a new car. Alhamdulillah, Allah has given you the wealth to buy a new car. Now you go, you take photos of it, you take selfies with the car, and you go and post it out there. And two weeks later, a person meets up in an accident. Na'udhu billah, summa na'udhu billah. And we think to ourselves, but why did this happen? We don't realize al-aynu haqqun, the evil eye is very, very true. And, and there's more evil eyes out there than righteous eyes. Mm-hmm. People that actually wish you good, you know, um, that actually will, 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 will make sincere dua for you to say that, you know what, you, you, you're climbing the ladder. Alhamdulillah, I'm so, so happy for you. Mulana, hmm. uh, just to comment on this too, we had a, he's, he's a special investigator, he's not even a Muslim. So, few times, whenever, in fact, I interview him, he says and he stresses one point. And Mulana has just mentioned now that even if you say that, you know what, I'm not taking pictures, it's not animate, and mashallah, you've understood the importance of the hurmat in it, but I'm just, just of my house, it's just of my car, it's just of this, where I am, my hotel room, all of this. He says, and he said this here, that you know how, many, how, how easy we've made it for the kidnappers. They don't have to do research. They just come on your profile on Facebook or whatever it may be, and they've got your children there, the names of them. So if they send you a letter that we've, we know your children's names, it's nothing strange. You've put it to, you've given it a carte blanche to the entire world. So from this angle, he's stressing and he's saying that, look, we shouldn't be actually using these platforms and showing what we have. And like Mulana said, it's just bringing so much of this um, uneasiness for no for no reason. And Mulana, maybe you could explain to us also further this aspect that it causes depression because what happens is it's the celebrity lifestyle. We've all become celebrities in our own platforms. So if I see another, for example, nowadays, even the Mulanas are competing which who can do the skydiving and how where they're going and which levels, which jets they're traveling and all of this. Anyway... So it's a competition. And if I see, hey, that, that Mufti, is, look how well he's doing, he's succeeding. It's creating that burn in my heart, as Mulana had mentioned now, that jealousy. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, when I'm not getting that response for myself, it's causing this whole load of depression that takes place. And how many celebrities themselves commit suicide? And eventually, that's what's, what it's going to drive us towards. We won't be able to tolerate it. Our skin is not going to remain clear the way it is with no wrinkles. And as soon as the makeup doesn't work, then we're also going to fall and suicide then because we're not getting that attention that we used to get, the likes. Mm. You know, <clears throat> Molana, you, you, you hit the nail on the head there. Our beloved Rasul, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in his pristine teachings, has always emphasized this fact that don't look at those that are above you, but mm. look at those that are below you. It will teach you appreciation. So even if you're driving a Toyota Corolla and you look at the person, and here in South Africa, we have countless examples of this. The person that's riding a bicycle, you will make sugar that you know what? I have my score of score, <laughs> you know, but mm-hmm. it's taking me from A to B. And alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah, you know, uh, especially now in the raining season here, I don't have to contend with all these problems. Yes, my wipers may not work perfectly or whatever. The lights may give in here mm. and there. The car will cut off. But alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah, I still have something that many don't have. Mm. So you don't go and look uh, with, your, with your Toyota Corolla at the person who's driving an X5. And then, you know, uh, the hadith teaches us, and I, I've, I've heard this here, something to the effect, that when you're continuously looking at people that are above you, and then your family begin to create those demands that, you know, you'll even hear it. I married the wrong brother. Look at your brother. He's traveling the world. He's hmm. taking his wife to Paris, <laughs> to Dubai, to New York, and all of that is just, it's it, 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 uh it's very fake mm. because there's no reality in it. Mm. You know, sometimes you'll see people, uh, like you mentioned, Molana, and I can't understand for the love of me, especially when it comes to the learned, why would you then go out? And is it not a sense of tatabur and riya and showing off? when you will go and post all of this all across social media. And then we'll come in the masjid and we'll speak about detaching from dunya and simplicity in our lives, Mm. whereas we're preaching one thing Mm. and we're practicing another. And this is a frightening, frightening Mm. aspect. Because, you know, not only will it lead to depression, Molana, but it can also lead to haram. So... You're earning X amount, for instance, 10,000 rand. But your, your, your living is at 50,000 rand. Mm. How do you now reconcile the two? How do you uh, recompense for the void of that 40,000 rand? Mm. It's quite simple here in the country. We'll go on to credit, interest, bearing transactions. We'll go into theft. We'll go into fraud. We'll go into all the different, different vices that were never, ever perceived just to live up to a particular type of a lifestyle. Hmm. And that's the scary part. Hmm. That's the scary part. You know, Molana, you spoke about social media. Um, When we were young, uh, you know, at Channel Islam and 
we all had opened up Facebook accounts and what have you. But this is one of my biggest regrets because mm. the social media thing, it tracks your life. Mm. I mentioned in the early, well, when I say early days, when I had just uh, come on board with Marka Sahaba, Mufti Saab and I had a two-hour show. Uh, our brother Shafaat, Rahmatullah, had just passed on. And then we were discussing Palestine. Gee. So Mufti Saab was giving some Kalguzari and some uh, episodes of his travels to Palestine. And then he, 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 he quizzed me. He told me, Molan, I'm sure you've also been. And I mm. told Mufti Saab that, no, sadly, I've tried three times, mm. three times to enter Palestine, but I've been denied entrance. And this last time that I was denied entrance, um, it was quite bad. Mm. So I had come back and I was all worked up and I said, you know, I think that the problem lies in the social media. Mm. And I mm. need to find somebody who can delete all my history on the Internet. Mm. <laughs> because all it takes is a click of a button. You know, all they, they ask you for is your Gmail account. Mm. The moment they put that in, some system or whatever, it pulls your whole history. Oh, so Mulana Musa, he works for Channel Islam, he did this, he's in relief, he's the imam. He did, you know, so they look at you and they say, uh-uh, this is a radical person. Mm. This, is, this is not the type of person. In fact, he, the words that they had issued to us were that you are security threat. Mm. <laughs> Imagine that, <laughs> a security threat. Mm. La ilaha illallah. But and, it all boils down to this thing of, of, of social media. And Mulana, just the point on this here, that uh, when we went, my, my honorable father and I, he, he said, let's go. And um, that time we were also just learning Dean and still in university, all corrupt thoughts and everything. So my father said, you need to go do something spiritual with your life. So he said, come, we're taking you. My mother, in fact, said, you must go. You must do aqsa So I said, okay. Then we always had this hatred for the for the Israelis. You can search. Um, you can just drive here in Indonesia. You'll see there all the signs and the walls and everything. So we grow up with this. So the night before we're leaving, I went on Facebook and I put some open statements about the this rogue terrorists and really really brutal statements mm-hmm. and then Allah blessed me with some pious person and he told me you know what that you better delete it you better deactivate your Facebook so I said okay let's just do that so I deactivated it deleted it everything but even if you delete it deactivate it they can still access the information when you get there sure, sure. so then uh, another brother, he gave me also good advice. I still remember those advices. He said, look, when you get there, you sit separately when you get to the border. Do not speak to anyone. You just engage in dhikrullah. Do not look at the females because they are really, I remember he told me this, do not look, lift your gaze to the females. They are really beautiful and tempting. They'll snatch your iman. So lower your gaze and ask Allah to help you. So I was sitting there and I was read, just doing what he told me to do. And Alhamdulillah, the help of all these advice that took um, that these brothers had given me, they didn't question me, they questioned my father. Because if I had to go in, they would have accessed all my information. And then I realized, hey, you, you, we just can't do this here. And I remember there was a UK brother there also. It was time for Salah. 
He just openly said, you know what, it's time for Salah, we need, he told the guards, we need to pray. And he then opened the way up, all the rest of the Muslim brothers came there at the border, and they all engaged the Red Salah. Everyone else was too scared, we, are, we didn't know what to do there. So this is also important that what Murana is saying, that we actually expose ourselves when in fact we, we don't need all of this in our lives and another thing when we I used to have Facebook was exactly that. It just it's too much of competition. You can't even control how do you control your gaze, Mulana, on Facebook? Because there's yeah. always some female popping up from some place. Yeah. You know, Mulana, this is the reality is that we we actually end up digging our own graves in different, different avenues. And um this is just one of many, many examples that you've shared with us. Um, you know, I just want to, to go back to what you had mentioned about this um, uh, special investigator, whatever. And that's the difference I've seen here in the Western Cape. In the Western Cape, I think the level of materialism is much less than that of Johannesburg. Mm, it's much and I'll worse. tell you why. Mm. Is that, I mean, there are people here, alhamdulillah, who are blessed. Allah has given them a lot of wealth, a lot. But they're not driving these uh, flashy vehicles or these, uh, you know, G-wagons. And you don't, see, I mean, you do see it, but it's not, it's not, it's not amongst the Muslim community. Mm. It's not really amongst the Muslim community here. Uh, people are driving, you know, normal vehicles. Yeah, okay, some good vehicles, but... You know, not something that will really turn your head, mm. that type of thing. And, and, and that just opens up yourself to a lot of scrutiny. But, you know, we, we, okay, we're looking at it from that aspect of the kidnappings and the, 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 the robberies and, and, and what have you. Um, but even look at it amongst family, mm. amongst family. <laughs> the moment we start flashing, Molana, and I'm going here, and I'm going there, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. And and some people change their cars every year in Johannesburg. I know people that every year, every second year maximum, uh, they need to change their vehicle. All right? And it's a sickness in men because we get bored of the toys in the car. So that's understood. But the moment we we start, you know... And, and I think this grows with wisdom. It's supposed to, actually. Mm. The older you get, then you realize, ah, you know, what's the difference between driving uh, uh, an M Sport and a normal little Kia Picanto, you know? Mm. There's no difference. Mm. It's going to take you to the... Yeah, okay, the drive, the thrill, the whatever, uh, as a young man. But, uh, you know, once you're growing up and you, you wise up a little, then there's no real difference. Uh, I'm not saying it's wrong to drive these cars. What I'm saying is it's wrong to flash them. Mm. It's wrong to, 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 to go out and broadcast them. And you know, there's, there's family out there. Family. We're not even speaking in our outer circle here. There's family out there who don't wish us good. Who mm. don't wish us good. You know, they're always looking at us and, and, and thinking to ourselves. Now, I'm not saying you must... You must scrutinize your family and uh, divide them, the good, the bad, and the ugly. No. What I'm saying is that protect yourself. 
Don't open yourself to this type of scrutiny and this type of, uh, uh, you know, uh, common gazes that will, will, will invite uh, nazar or will invite the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ultimately could invo- uh, involve ourselves in fitna and corruption. But be very, very careful. You know, trust, Molana, it, it's gone out of the door. Mm-hmm. You can't trust anyone today. Uh, sadly, there are very few people that we can trust that are righteous, that are upright. And and with the result, you know, the hadith, it speaks about this. A person who is two-faced. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the day of Qiyamah, that person will have two tongues made of fire. Two tongues. Why? Because they speak very sweet in front of you, mm. but behind your back. And today, Molana, I think the, 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 the most important and critical thing for young ulama like, like ourselves is just be very careful. Very, very careful. Uh, especially if we're in a public platform like this, like the radio station as an imam. Um, you know, unfortunately, it's, 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 become, it's become a war out there. And we have to take all measures to try and protect ourselves from the fitna out there. Jimura, hmm. I think this is a very, very, if you, if you have to go to the roots, the root problem of what's happening in the world, I think it's this very same thing which Mulana is stressing upon. It is trust. If you look at it in our organizations, if you look at it in ourselves as a spouse, in on every level, that is why Allah says, Because once you're truthful, then you are truthful to your cause. If you're alim, you're truthful to what you have studied. You're truthful to Allah as a slave, you're truthful as a husband. And all of this, the bigger picture is to please Allah so that trust, how do we bring it back into our lives, Because we just, we, you speak to employers, they say we're struggling with our employees. You speak to the wives at home, they say we're struggling with our domestics. We tell them so many times. So it's just, the trust is gone. Hmm. Molana, you know, the, the, the hard answer is that we need spiritual guidance. And if we don't recognize that I need help, then no one can help us. You know, they say you can take a horse to the water. You can't make the horse drink. It's the same thing with us. If we're going to continue to have this image about ourselves to say that, you know what, I can resolve my problems on my own. I can do I, I, this I problem, you know. Um, We'll never grow. We'll never grow. But the moment we put our hands into the hands of a pious alim, uh, a spiritual mentor, a guide, then it's almost like you're taking your whole burden and putting it in his hands. Now it's his problem. He needs to solve it. Mm. And that's exactly what they do. Mm. Is that the moment you bring that uh, into their hands and say, you know what? They, you know, first of all, the Mashaikh, they, they, they will always advise you to live a life of simplicity, you know, of Zohar. And, and, and if they see, okay, you know what, this guy's going a bit overboard uh, in the spending and the flashing and all of that, they, slowly but surely, they will give you something that will create a greater desire in your heart than for that which you've been chasing. So, for instance, you've been chasing after cars. It's, it's the weakness of men, right? We mm. love our cars. 
right? And, and, and you're chasing cars. They'll teach you how to chase Allah in sujood. Allahu. And the thrill that you'll get of mm. chasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in sujood will far supersede when you are taking the car to 9,000 uh, revs per minute and, and, and it's making all those loud noises and the, <laughs> and the turbo thrust is kicking in and what have you. The thrill that you will get out of making tawaf of Baytullah Allah. in the mid-summer, uh, uh, when, 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 when the perspiration is dripping off your head, you're not going to get it in anything else. And that's what the connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does to a person is that it helps you to grow spiritually and then it doesn't matter. It really, mm. this dunya doesn't matter. You realize, you know what, I'm here for the time that I'm here and I'm going to close my eyes one of these days. I mean, really, what are we going to take? Are we going to take that Rolls Royce with us in the cupboard? I know there are people who have been buried with their cars, but really... I mean, <laughs> come on, let's let's be realistic. Are we going to take all the Kruger hands that we've uh, hoarded up in the safes with us into the cover? <laughs> nothing you're going to take. Absolutely nothing. Mm. And what's happening in Gaza right mm. now needs to give us, you know, in Gaza, I've noticed that when the journalists are passing on, when they put the vest over the, the journalist or they put the mic, but I doubt very much that they would bury the journalist with that microphone on his chest, you mm. know? Mm. And even if the journalist, if they are doing that, right? If they are buried, I mean, really, mm. honestly, what are we, uh, you know, this is obviously just giving these journalists the hero's uh, status, uh, departure or mm. a, a hero's statement that, you know what, wow, you, you've done, but... The rest of the martyrs, mm. what are they taking? <laughs> you know, I seen mm. one child holding a biscuit and they left the biscuit in the hand. Fine, alhamdulillah, the child will have biscuits of Jannah tomorrow. Mm. But, uh, the, 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 you know, these are all symbolic things. Mm. When we die, you know, nobody's even going to write on our kiffin. <laughs> They're writing messages on the kiffin. You're seeing that there, you know, uh, whatever it is. But no, nobody's going to, they going to bury us. They're going to walk away from us. Yes, they may, if we're lucky, cry for us for another few days. And then they're going to forget about us and life is going to carry on. They're not going to worry. Mm. Oh, you know, this, ima this brother used to come to the masjid with his X6 or X7 electric vehicle. They're not going to say that. Nobody's mm. going to talk about what vehicles this person drove or how, mashallah, you know, flashy clothes this person used to wear. They, they, nobody will remember us by that. But look at Hazrat Rahmatullah, mm. that even after 13 years, people are still remembering the man by his character, by Allah. his akhlaq, mm. by his piety, by, his, by all the good action. Mm. And that's the legacy we need to leave behind. Mulana, you know, Mulana was mentioning about uh, they won't leave you after you die. I mean, nobody will. In fact, what I wanted to say is, I'm actually looking at the article right now. It's in front of me. It's today's news that these terrorists, they don't actually leave you after you die. They've just 
confiscated a body of 14 years, a Palestinian boy, and he was killed in the um, in Al Quds, and this was yesterday. But they didn't leave him. They're using confiscating these bodies. They don't leave you after you die. These are the, as Mulana said, you don't get the situation, but these people are doing it. Mm. Yeah, you know, um, this whole thing of organ uh, theft that's taking place, it's really frightening. And uh, may Allah grant Afia. I mean, we've been obviously following the story very, very close ceasefire, no ceasefire. It's, it's like almost on the brink, Molana, but it's just for some reason not happening. And mm-hmm. we make dua that this does happen swiftly because the amount of aid that's required in, in Gaza right now is remarkable. It's mm-hmm. absolute, you know those, those, those these terrorists, and I'm calling them that, uh, at uh, Karim Shalom uh, border? I mean, you see them blocking the aid. Is this not terrorism? You know, I, I, I read something the other day, Molana, and I want to end up on this here, that those that are blocking the aid coming into Palestine, they are regarded as heroes. But those that are blocking genocide from happening in the Red Sea are regarded as terrorists. <laughs> Look what a sick world we live in. <laughs> Yemen is blocking these ships to stop a genocide. No other reason. They said that left the war on, on Gaza, things mm. will run smoothly again. They are now the terrorists of the world. And those that are blocking the aid in, 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 in Israel from coming in through this border, they are heroes. Mm. They are, you know, I mean, where's the army to, to say that, you know, we, we've just gone against the ICJ ruling... It's a valid point to reflect upon and to leave our listeners on. There was many other questions I wanted to ask Mulana amongst many was um, often, and we leave this perhaps for the next segment next week, inshallah. And Mulana is going to have his program tonight also between 9 and 10 on Tasawuf. The, the biting question here is that we want to change, but we're scared that our X-Fives are going to go, we are not going to have this enjoyment. So we don't want to actually engage with a pious person because we feel, we fear we're going to lose all this, this great image and all of this. Mulana, we can discuss this, inshallah, on another occasion. Uh, please I make... think let's leave that for next week. It's a brilliant topic, Mulana. And yeah, inshallah, if Allah gives hayati and tawfiq, that's what we will discuss next week. Inshallah. Jazakumullah khairan, Mulana. Make dua for us. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله موديك ليا آئينة من برداغ نديك سينة من دل أسلقا